Welcome to the Level Up Podcast, brought to you by Century 21, the Harrelson Group, featuring masterminds with real estate leaders, coaches, and influencers, plus eye-opening strategy sessions with up-and-coming agents. You'll learn exactly how to go from agent to entrepreneur. And now, let's get to the latest episode of Level Up. Hey everybody, it's Greg Harrelson here, of course, with the Level Up Podcast, and I've got a, a great friend and a, uh, a a guest, a Level Up Podcast guest to share with you today. Um, his name is Adam Obierski. Adam is from Metro Detroit. I, I will say, I'm going to say a little bit more about Adam, about this guest than maybe I say about some of, of the other guests, and that has a lot to do with the... Uh, the background, the the longevity of our friendship, as well as our our business relationship. But you know, Adam runs a a great great Century Twenty One operation up in uh, the Metro Detroit area. I think there's four offices, high per person production, lots of mega producers that he's helped develop and whatnot. Um, and I say those things because all of those things matter to me. You know, I think uh, Adam enjoys developing talent like I do, um, providing a lot of resources to the team, to the to the to the firm, et cetera. Um, but we also kind of believe in the same philosophies of lead generation and you know mindset, which we're going to get into a little bit today. So I just wanted to uh, you know to share my friend with you all, the audience here at Level Up Podcast, and and we're just going to have a chat together. We'll probably forget that anyone's even listening to this. We're just going to have a chat, and we'll see what comes out of this. So, Adam, my friend, thank you so much for joining me. Of course, good to be with you, Greg. Yeah, so let's uh, let, and I'm going to be with you in a couple weeks. I think I'm going to be heading up there and checking uh, checking you out, and and uh, and we'll be doing a lot of masterminding together. So I'm looking forward to that. I wish I could go to the baseball game with you guys, but I have something that day before that I, I'm just not going to be able to, to make it. I admire you for that. Is it a kid's uh, tennis event or something? It, it, it's exactly what's going on. Yeah, it's it's a kid's thing. If it was a business thing, I'd probably go to the baseball game. But if it's a family thing, I'm, I'm sticking, sticking with it. So, you know, Adam, I got all kinds of things I want to talk about. Just a lot of things on my mind. And one is mindset. But, you know, with you, there's, you know, there's so many directions that we can go. But, you know, you you said something a moment ago, right before I hit the record button, and you said, this is a doer's market. Yeah. And I, I just, I, I wrote it down on my notes. I, if if you see me doing this, I'm not checking my phone. I'm actually, I've got my journal right in front of me and I'm I'm making notes. This is a doer's market. Let's talk about that. Yeah. If if you if you look at there's no we were talking before you hit record and there's no doubt that if there's any market that's up from a unit standpoint you're there's very few if any yeah um, yeah you know most markets are seeing double digit declines in units year over year and what's interesting is there's always the eighty twenty rule where twenty percent of the agents are doing eighty percent of the business and right now if you look at the economics or any of the numbers out there in the industry, it's the top 5% doing 95% of the business. And yeah. some might even argue that it's more severe than that. You know, I've, I've said that in, in my opinion and what I've observed through my career is that the last three years since COVID 2020 was probably the worst years to get into this business. Yeah. And the reason I say that is because it was very easy to get in the way of transactions and make money as an as a new agent over these last three years because as a buyer it was I got to be the highest bidder. Mm-hmm. As a seller, we just I mean we had to put the price somewhere on the board, 
And we may even get multiple offers in most cases. So there wasn't a lot of salesmanship or um, art of the deal or skill set that went into those transactions. Yeah. And the agents that were in the business prior to that, or the agents that learned the skill sets, the mindset, the, the activities over these last three years, they are thriving at a higher level. The pie is smaller, but they're getting a higher, a larger portion of that pie. Yeah, I, I totally see that. You know, one of the notes that I just wrote is, is like, what I'm seeing is going back to what you're saying that this in the last, the hot market is typically the worst time to get into real estate. Yeah. Now it defies logic, right? Like everyone's buying, let's get in right now. And that's exactly why everyone gets in. And the number of licensees goes through the roof, right? Because there's it, 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 there's a perception of easy money. Quite frankly, a lot of times there is easy money at those really sizzling hot markets. The challenge is when the money comes easy, one of the things that we don't do is we don't work hard on learning and educating ourselves. So now that the market is 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 different, what I'm seeing is there's a there's a lack of confidence within the agents as to how to navigate this next market. Is that kind of what you're saying? It's like they they don't have the they don't they didn't get the knowledge, so they're lacking experience and knowledge and that shows up in a lack of confidence. And if you don't if you lack confidence, then you're probably not going to be a doer because you don't know what to do. That that's kind of what I'm taking away from what you said. Yeah, that's that's 100% it. I mean, it's it's top agents recognize that in this market they have to do everything they're doing at a higher level. They have to have the tough conversations. You know, I I, I always say, and and I was taught this. It's it, it's R and D. If you look at the the life cycle of a transaction, you have your introduction and you have your closing. And top agents in this market, they're having the tough conversations at introduction, at time of contract with the agent. They're being the doctor versus you know, going into the doctor's office and telling the doctor what's wrong with you and telling the doctor how to remedy the situation. Top agents are going in, they're explaining the market, they're explaining what the best path forward and strategy is for a client versus going in, being excited about a transaction, taking it at whatever price the client wants, following their marketing strategy, not having any any tactics or, you know, we're just doing whatever we can to get the listing. And then, the tough conversation comes down the road when they see their neighbor's house go on the market, get multiple offers and sells, and you didn't future pace them and weren't able to deploy a skill set that you were trained with to have that com- that tough conversation initially. A tough conversation, the earlier you have a tough conversation, the better the conversations are going to be on the back end of a transaction every single time. Yeah. So we're not going to avoid them, are we? No, it's it's no. part of the process. It's part of the process, especially in this market. And you know, even the last market, though, the hot market, is we got them five thousand over full price, and we had a tough conversation because they were wondering why wasn't it forty thousand over full price. So the tough the tough conversation always exists. And your coaching is, hey, let's get it out of the way early. Correct. And and really, if if you could translate it to say that, you know, I wrote down that the easier the market is to transact in. The lower the level of services by the mm. by the agent set, and the tougher the market is, 
the higher the level of services that the successful agents are providing in that market because they know how to get deals to the closing table and provide an unbelievable experience for the client. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. So I want to stay on this, but, you know, and, and then kind of like transition a little bit into mindset, because I think that there's a correlation here. I think how to sell real estate is pretty much already out there. Like there's not a lot of hows, like how to work an expired, how to do a list and presentation. I think the how, the information, the answers to about every how in real estate exist. In many different ways, that's right. Yeah, in many different ways. And um, and you said this is a doer, doer's market. Like the doers are going to thrive. From a mindset standpoint, if all the information, the hows already are there, have already been answered, and every agent has access to that, and we know it's a doer's market, what needs to shift from a mindset standpoint for those that are not taking action? to get into action. I mean, is there fears here? Because I'm I'm making the assumption that no one can say, I don't know how, because that can be answered on Google pretty quickly. I mean, we could go and see, I see some of your social media, your, your I don't know what they're called, reels or whatnot, or shorts uh, that you do. You don't, yeah, you do something. I've seen some like videos and whatnot. You got great content. I'm the, I'm the character. I'm not the creator. There, okay. You're, I, I get it. I like that. That fits into the how already exists. Correct. Right? Whether it's me, you, or other people out there, we've answered the house. What's going on? What needs to shift mentally in your mind? And or maybe even think of it from your own uh your own agents and your team, your brokerage. You yeah. know, what do you and I need to be telling our agents to help them break through? Confidence. Hmm. You know, this is it's this is, I think, an ever an ongoing conversation in our industry. And I think it's a, I think if you and I can solve this, you know, in an hour, we'd be, we'd be, you know, in a whole different place, but I don't, for the record, I do not think this is something that ever goes away. It doesn't go away for you and I, I know that for a fact, because we're good friends. It's something that we attack and think about every single day. Um, You have to. And I think part of the challenge is that if if people aren't trained, then you know confidence comes from repetition. You know, it's one thing to hear or or see or learn how to do something. It's a whole nother thing to do it every single day. And you know, if you do something every single day for you know, this, some people say twenty one days or thirty days or ninety days, whatever it may be inevitably, you know, your confidence is going to go up. You know, I think part of the challenge is, Greg, people, they think it's a fast dollar in real estate and it's the complete opposite. I mean, to to have staying power here, I always say like, you know, real estate professionals are, they have alligator skin. They are some of the toughest entrepreneurs on the planet because it is complex. And I think that you know, to be able to have the mindset and the confidence. And, you know, I think people have to go out there and they have to come, they have to find what they're committed to Mm. and not interested in. And I think that's one of the biggest challenges that people have is, especially with social media today, 
is they see an image or they see a facade out there or they see it one of their colleagues, Greg, that they they're hard on themselves because of what they're seeing that's out there. And I think people need to get real honest with themselves about what they're committed to in their life, even their profession, personal, everything. And and put a plan together to attack that and be truthful for your to yourself because success is different for everybody and and if you can if you can if you can start identifying and thinking about what your and i i don't love the whole why concept but mm-hmm. if you can truly think about what you're committed to and the life you want to live you will get real excited you will be very excited to get out of bed to to attack your business to attack the revenue generating activity and and go try to get close to that thing you want you know i do something and we do this every quarter and and just to show you so we i hand out index cards and on one side it's who i want to be personally and professionally personally and on the other side it's who i want to be professionally mm. I take that out every day and I put it on my nightstand. And so I, I see it in the morning. I see it at nighttime. And it's just a little reminder. But, you know, I was taught that by a mentor of mine when I started my career. And and I think it's little things like that, man. It's it's yeah. it is it is a nonstop pursuit to keep your mindset in a place to wake up early or, you know, to to do to you know, to to go out and perform every single day. Let's take a quick break from the conversation. Are you looking to generate more listings, more closings, and gain more free time for yourself? Well, join the most effective group coaching program offered in the industry today, where you'll learn from agents like myself that do 200 plus listings per year, every year. Membership includes sessions to help you master listings, improve buyer conversion, and learn what technology can help you grow your business in today's market. We also talk about virtual assistants and how to use them effectively. All of the sessions are broadcasted live, but also archived so you can watch them at any time. If you're interested, go ahead, visit realestatesalessolutions.com and get ready to grow your business. I'm your coach, Greg Harrelson. One of the things that I was always concerned, and I even voiced the concern with you before we started uh, the podcast, was you know I don't want to I want to I want to keep it simple. I don't want to get too technical about mindset, and I thought that was a, a a simple way to explain it. A couple things here. I had written down like scripts equal confidence, and you said confidence. So I, I would say, and I think you would would agree that that confidence is is a mindset. It's a state of mind. And what we what we may need to consider is like learn your listing presentation to the next level. Why? Because you have more confidence. Learn your scripts to the next level. Why? Because you have more confidence. Learn how to handle, I don't want to sell right now because I currently have 3% and I don't want to go to 7% on my next purchase. Learn how to have a dialogue around that. Why? Because you'll have more confidence when all this stuff comes up. Then you have a stronger willingness to take action. If you increase your confidence, you will increase your willingness 
to take action. And to me, that's all mindset. So like, go out there and learn all these hows, learn all these things that maybe we've half learned, learn them to the next level, improve your confidence. Now, I love what you're talking about here. As a matter of fact, I have a uh, an event coming up in my office uh, September 18th for uh, business planning. And uh, I might use that index card. I just had a vision of like having index cards for everybody that's in, in the uh, in the session. So yeah. I, I wrote that down. So you now you're, but, but when I'm clear on who I want to be professionally and personally, that's also given me confidence. At least that's what I'm feeling when I even think about this. Motivation. Yeah. Thoughts on that? Yeah, you know it's it's funny. I was I was having a uh, coaching session with some of our new agents earlier t- earlier uh, today, actually, and that was one of the things is that they will they say they'll set everything up and they'll be ready to go and they're going to call their database, they're going to call you know past clients or just listed or whatever it may be. They're going to do their revenue generating activity, but there's this one thing pulling them. You know, there's there's this one thing that's that's making them hesitate. Uh huh. And there was a there was a, an individual in the room, a gentleman in the room who, uh, you know, I think he I think he's been with us for a year, year and a half. And he goes, you know what? I I I go around the room and I ask, what what's working for you right now? What's the challenge? And he said, you know what's working for me right now? Confidence. Mm. And every it, that was everybody's reaction. Ooh, tell me more. Mm-hmm. And he said, I'm realizing I can do it. I'm realizing I can always do it. And I said, what changed? Like I need, I need more there. What changed? And pe- he said, people are listening to me. They're, they're trusting me. They're listening to me. And how did they, how did they start to do this? He goes, I finally started, I finally started, you know, we can say diagnosing going back to the doctor concept. I mean, he said, I finally started deploying what I've been taught. Mm. I think that once people go through a breakthrough, once they get a taste, Greg, of that, like, oh, wow, I can do this, then the snowball grows pretty quickly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I wrote down practice leads to confidence. Confidence creates authority and authority gets results. So with your guy, which is fantastic, I love that uh, that, that little story there. You know, because he has confidence. And once he gained confidence, people started listening, listening to him as if he's an authority. And, and then it's results. Part of that, too, is a big, the biggest part of our job is that we have to become the best listeners that we can be. And and to be able to listen, we have to ask questions to understand people's motivation. And what the emotional attachment is to whatever their desired real estate need is. And, and we need to be able to, you know, if, if you don't know the scripts, if you don't, I always tell people, listen, learn all the scripts because that's just putting the ammunition in the chamber for you so that any conversation you're in, you're going to, you're going to naturally and confidently know what question is coming next. And you're literally just going through a journey with every single prospect that you have. And by having those questions internalized, it's not going to be every single exactly verbatim what the script says. But 
I'm going to be able to draw out of you what your motivation is and, and direct you towards that desired outcome. And, and that's when confidence really shines is when you can feel like, wow, this is really going somewhere. You're able to direct that client where you want them to go. Yeah. Yeah. There's no doubt. I mean, once you get a taste of it, it's like, oh, I want more of that. Right. Yeah. I want more of that. And I think, you know, one thing that you and I have to be careful of uh, and when we're communicating about learning scripts and presentations is sometimes I think people hear us say, you all need to learn all this and memorize this because, you know, being a robot is going to make you really good. And we're not telling people to learn scripts to be robotic. Matter no. of fact, I say memorize them, internalize them, and then personalize them all you want. But you just need them. You need them. You need a basic foundation of scripts and dialogues. And then you'll notice that the conversation will just naturally flow. You know, it's it's something else that we talk a lot about is, you know, you and I's job or any broker owner or team leader's job is I always tell people that I, I try to get, I try to eliminate the six months of internship that a new realtor goes through when they get into this business, because all they know is what's on TV. Mm. And they get into this business and they realize, holy smokes, this is not, you know, Bravo and, and all glitz and glam. It is, it is hard work. Um, you know, learning personality styles and all the other things. And um, I think that the more exposure that people also get is another key part of it. You know, the people that you're around when it comes to mindset is incredibly important as well. Yeah, your environment, right? Who you hang out with, what you're exposed to uh, constantly, not only who you're around, what are you listening to? Are you listening to, you know, I remember years and years ago it's been a long time my wife used to love watching law and order and it was always like you know i'm i'm kind of an early to bed and so you know she'd be watching it and one time i just said i cannot be going to sleep to law and order cuz all this crime and all this stuff was like was in my head like and these were like like bad crimes that I just did not want to actually like have to be my last message in my mind. Right. right. But I think like what we're exposed to. So like, I mean, when, you know, I think uh, one of the things that I'm, that I'm thinking about with my agents is like, you know, exposure and, you know, knowing that there's a lot of negativity in the, and just especially in news, there's just like a, a lot of negativity all over social media. So I, I'm just being a little bit more intentional at making sure that I'm, I'm I'm counterbalancing all of the stuff that they're being exposed to. I'm making sure that I'm part of their counterbalance program, whether they not like it or not, by just totally immersing them in more positive learning, kind of thriving type type conversations. I think it's very needed because I think it's influencing everyone's mindset in a negative way. So I got to counteract that at some some level. Really is a lot of the headlines, you know, that are out there today and you know, I'll talk to an agent at another brokerage or another broker even, and they'll tell, they'll, I'll just have a doom and gloom story, or they'll be talking about the latest headline that was out there. And, you know, what are my thoughts on it? And, you know, at the end of the day, a lot of this really doesn't have a whole lot to, it doesn't have a whole lot of impact on me or my personal business. You know, I was always taught that 
you know, what other people are doing or saying isn't my business. And, and I just, you know, try to live that way. But, you know, Greg, again, I was with one of my mentors last week and, and he was talking about his mindset and how he stays focused, taking this, this back to, you know, our mindset conversation. And, and he said, you know, he's getting up every day and doing his gratitudes and, you know, going for his walk and listening to something positive. First thing, you know, and, and the other thing I think people need to understand is too often I see people comparing themselves to people that it's an unrealistic comparison. And what I mean by that is, you know, the single parents, for example, I, you know, some of the most incredible entrepreneurs I've ever met mm. are managing a family at home, are managing a huge real estate business. You know, they're an incredible parent. And I look at those people and that helps my mindset. That motivates the heck out of me because, you know, I have an amazing wife. I have amazing parents, in-laws that can help me in this person's making it happen on their own at a very high level. You know, I think that, so I think that people need to, you know, they, they, they need to, when they're, when they're diet, when they're judging themselves, they need to be very careful on the comparisons that they're making and give themselves some grace as well. Yeah, I, I totally get what you're saying. I think, and you kind of feel, I feel like you've, you've kind of touched on that a few times in, in just different conversations that we've had today. And, and so I'm, I'm hearing your message. Like we got to be like, maybe we need to stop comparing ourselves to that top producer or that person that looks like they're, they're a top producer and start like more comparing ourselves to where we are and where we want to be and what actions we need to take, you know, and just let's look outward a little less and let's start looking inward a little bit more. I mean, that's kind of what, what's resonating with me through your message, Adam. You know, I had a conversation the other day with, uh, I, I did a session the other day about mindset. And one of the things I talked to everybody about is if five years ago, you put yourself where you are today, okay? And you and I could go through a bunch of the memories we have together and we'd probably both say, heck yeah. If you looked at yourself, if you go back five years and you said, hey, Greg, this is what, you're, what you've accomplished and this is who you're going to be five years from now. Mm. How would you feel about yourself? You, you'd probably pat yourself on the back and say, job well done, man. Personally, professionally, all the above for your family, everything. And, and I've, I've, I mean, I've seen you and I've, I've admired it. And, and I think about that and I, because often we'll be thinking like, oh, I should be doing this. I should be here. Yeah. Great. What we didn't accomplish. Well, I didn't do that. And I didn't do that. Well, sometimes we just need to, hey, can we just stop? And Absolutely. like, ask the question, what went right? Yes. Instead of what went wrong. I think a lot of times you, you'll really inspire yourself yeah. or, you know, be very pleased with the outcome. That's awesome. That's a, that's, that's a good one. I, um I like that. So before we kind of go off, you know, again, you and I, we, we, we definitely talk about being committed. We are mm -hmm. very committed to bringing people into our our teams, our our brokerages, how, whatever we want to call them, everyone calls them something different, and we pour into them, coaching, resources, and whatnot. So you know, as we know, the market is shifting a little bit. I'm not declaring a crash or nothing. I'm not even giving an opinion on that. It's just it is different. 
than it has been in the last couple of years. You know, what are one or two things that you you feel that you need to kind of like share with your agents over the next couple of months? Just whether it be coaching or just like if you're thinking about some of the coaching calls that you're going to have coming up, because I know you do a ton of coaching, or maybe you have, I think you have a business planning thing on September 21st, or it's somewhere around there. I think that's, yeah. I think it's 21st. Yeah, we no. do it right at the beginning of the fourth quarter. Yeah. yeah. So what are some of the things, what, what's, what are some of the points in your mind that, okay, I got to hit, I got to hit this one. I got to share this one. I don't want to give too much away for, for yes. us. Business I plan is going to be, yeah. but just a but little I, bit more, more big, uh, a broader look. Yeah, not, not, not details on what you're actually doing, but where, where, what yeah. should we, other team leaders that are listening to this, what should we be focusing on when it comes to you know com- conversations with our agents right now? Cut all the fat. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think that uh, a mentor of mine calls it prioritize until it's painful, and write mm-hmm. down the top ten things that are most important to you right now to accomplish and then take it down to two and throw out the other eight and spend some time thinking about it and only do those things because the rate at which we were transacting 12 months ago in in 2023 2022 2022 we could tinker and right now you can't tinker you need to be we need to be all gas into what is working for ourselves professionally and personally and eliminate everything else for six months. Reassess next year because I think next year is going to be a great year for us. Dude, I'm doing that. I am going to, I am going to write down 10 things that I think I need to accomplish or maybe 10 things that I'm already 10, 10, 10 things I'm already juggling. You're going to be stopping <laughs> a lot of things, Greg. <laughs> I know. Because you said one of your rules was you got to get rid of the other eight. It's like, oh, gosh. And then I, I, I'm i thinking as I'm like, I, I narrowing it down to two seems a lot easier than eliminating the eight. But here's it's the like, thing. I got to cut that off. Think about this, though. So I, I go through, I went through this exercise a couple of weeks ago. And, and the thing is, the results I'm getting from the two most important now are 2x. It's so they're so much greater than what I was doing because I was focused in so many different areas. Um, and, and if I'm being honest, I probably even need to do it again because you're you'll have other things come into those two priorities that you're working on. You'll you, it's it's amazing the results that you'll see from from prioritizing like that. Yeah. And so that doesn't matter if you're an owner of companies like us or if you're the real estate agent. Correct. This this applies to everyone. That that is that is fantastic. Well, good. Well, Adam, I do appreciate the conversation as always. Um, you know, I, I thought about mindset and just kind of where where agents, the state of mind of uh, of 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 agents in general. And uh, you know, I reached out to you and a few others immediately, all in the same like hour, because you're one of the guys that I thought of, uh, you know, on on this particular subject. So I appreciate you you being here. Uh, for me, but uh, let's tell everybody a little bit more about you. So you're Metro Detroit, you said four offices. So like, where are your four offices? I've never been to Detroit. I will be in a couple weeks. So I'm excited about that. But where, um, uh, one's Dearborn Heights. I do know that because Abe talks about going up there all the time. So where else are you within Metro Detroit? We have two offices, the original offices. We had our Dearborn, Dearborn Heights. We have Northville, Michigan, and we have Royal Oak, Michigan. And between all four of those locations, we have about 300 real estate professionals. 
Man, yep. that's fantastic. And so does the, that cover like that? Co- that's a pretty uh, a pretty broad uh, map of coverage. Is that correct? Yeah. If you we 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 track all of our transactions every year, and we run pretty much everywhere in and around Metro Detroit and into Detroit. We do um, transactions. I think it was over 120 different cities mm-hmm. throughout Metro Detroit, just south of 3,000 transactions. Is right. what and- and the company name Century Twenty One. I I always say it's a Century Twenty One Obersky, but the yeah. technical name would be Century Twenty One Current and Obersky. Current and Obersky. Okay, Current's still there. Current's still uh, there. <laughs> Bob is uh, Bob and I talk every single day. He's uh, I'm yeah. I'm lucky to have him on my shoulder to talk to every single day and, and get his consult. So he, he's an amazing man with lots okay. of great wisdom. You know, there's no doubt about that. And if somebody wanted to reach out to you, maybe they're looking for, uh, you know, a company that provides coaching and resources like you do, what would be a great way to just kind of get to you pretty quickly or get to somebody and to yeah. gather some more information about what you, what you offer? You can find me on Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, everything. My cell phone's all over my profile. So cell phone is best. Um, yeah. Or you can shoot me an email. It's adam at c21kernelbersky.com. And I, I don't know that I've ever said this on a podcast, and, and this is uh, no disrespect to any of my other guests on a podcast, but if you, um, I, I'm just going to answer this question. Uh, Greg, would you ever recommend I work with uh, Adam? You better, is my answer. I appreciate All that. Right. Yeah, I, and I mean it, Adam. I'm looking forward to seeing you in a couple of weeks, buddy. And uh, thank you so much for being a guest on the Level Up podcast. You know how to reach him. Um, if there's anything, if you're thinking about uh, doing something, you know, touch base with him and check in. Thank you, Adam. 